Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build Your Coaching Business Around the 9 to 5 podcast. I am your host, Pamela Pritchard. And today I am doing a beautiful episode all about six common mistakes that I see coaches make in their messaging. Because if you have been in my world and you've noticed my email in the last 24 hours and my stories and some of the posts that I've been creating, I am honing in on messaging because messaging is the key. I know you're looking for the key. I know you think that you don't have it. And I want to give you the key right here, right now, the answer to all of your problems, (laughs) the answer to actually getting your business off the ground, to actually creating clients, to actually seriously being able to consider leaving your nine to five this year or confidently staying out of the nine to five if you're already out. The reason I want to talk about this is because I have a new offer coming out and at the end of this session I'm going to tell you all about it so stick around to the end especially if you love what I share today. And what I want to share today are six common mistakes that I see life coaches make in their messaging and Interestingly, one of those mistakes is going to be talking about the fact that not enough of you are confidently and courageously addressing pain points. And I want this episode to be to be like case in point evidence that you can literally title a whole episode around some of the pain points that you're going through that I 100% went through as I was building my business. And address them because until you know and until your client knows what they're doing wrong then they can't necessarily get it right and this doesn't mean to say that they as a human are intrinsically wrong or that they're not right in how they're living their lives but yeah there are skills to develop there are ways of thinking ways of being that could be saving you a lot of time a lot of hassle a lot of stress a lot of doubt a lot of disbelief and a lot of thinking that you're just praying and hoping and not really seeing your dreams become a reality. And I know that if you're in my space, if you're listening to this episode and if you're plugged into this podcast, it's 100% because you know that you are selling a similar idea to your clients too, that they can too have their dream life, that they too can have this level of fulfillment and purpose that we feel as life coaches fulfilling our purpose as a life coach. So the six common mistakes, and I'm going to break them down. I'm going to break down exactly what they are, how you're doing them so that you can start to notice it and start to make a change. As we know, step one to any kind of transformation is awareness. So this is all about bringing that awareness to light and not making you wrong for it, but just being able to honestly be like, oh, that's what I was doing. Think of it like making a beautiful new recipe. Maybe it's cinnamon buns. They're my favorite ever thing in the whole wide world. For For love nor money, I cannot seem to get them right when I bake them myself. And yeah, I get frustrated when I do it wrong, but I have having someone say to me, oh, by the way, like this is a common mistake that I see people make when they're making cinnamon buns. By the way, if you have ever like legitimately heard a podcast episode that talks about the common mistakes in making cinnamon buns, please, I will love you forever. Send me the episode. Until that day comes, I'm going to tell you the six common mistakes that I see that I used to make that I'm seeing you guys make. And so that you can have that awareness so that you can shift it and make a change today. Okay. 
This is free. You don't even have to pay me for this. This is literally going to blow your mind. So the six mistakes are, I'll give you all the juice up front. So you know what you're in store for it. And you'll hear this. And part of you will immediately say, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I know for a fact that's like a weak point right now. And that is something I need to work on. So yeah, be onto yourself and celebrate this awareness that you're about to cultivate because when you have it, it means that change is coming. So number one is lack of clarity. Number two is not addressing client pain points from, and this is the new part, from a place of empowerment. Oh, so juicy. Number three is focusing on the features instead of the benefits. And I'll tell you exactly what that looks like. Obviously, when we get to it, playing it safe, which I think there's a few of you that are doing this right now. I know that for me was my nemesis at the beginning, and it certainly is not the case anymore. (laughs) Storytelling versus the authority building dynamic. And then lastly, being scared to repeat yourself. I repeat, that was being scared to repeat yourself. Okay, I hope you see what I did there. Quite proud of that. (laughs) Alrighty, let's dive in. Lack of clarity. This is really simple. Do you have 100% clarity, certainty, conviction, confidence in your offer? Who you are serving, what your work is about, what you advocate for, who you want to help, what you want to do, the difference you want to make, your mission, your vision, your values, your why, your purpose, the things that you want to achieve, the place that you've come from and the place that you're going to. Are you crystal clear on who you are, what your offer does and who your business serves? I'll repeat. Are you crystal clear on who you are, who your offer serves and what your business does? That is the 101 of messaging. Without that clarity, without that self-awareness about who you are, what you stand for, what you're about, where you've been, where you're going, the transformation that you yourself have been through, and you've actually put it into words, you've articulated it so that you're clear about who, who the fuck you used to be and who you are stepping into right now and all of the micro transformations along the way. And by extension, the specific offer that you want to take your clients through. And I am yet to work with a soul-led life coach whose work wasn't a living, breathing, like manifestation of the transformation they themselves went through. Hence why having that crystal clear clarity on your own journey, on who you are, what you stand for is the first part. Then of course, your offer and who it serves. And this isn't about niche. When I work with my clients, they do not need to think about it in the context of a niche. They do not need to think about their messaging in terms of pillars. This is not about having a beautiful bio. It's none of those things, which is such a relief for most of my people. It's just simply about knowing what your offer is, what it isn't, who it's for, what the transformation is. And then your business as a whole, because you may have multiple offers, it may represent something bigger than just the offer itself. For example, my business represents living your purpose, finding fulfillment, living your fulfillment daily. 
But my offer is generally speaking, my one-to-one offer is specifically for coaches who are wanting to replace their corporate salary, whether they're still in the nine-to-five or they're already out of the nine-to-five with one-to-one transformative life coaching. So you see there is a slight difference there, but don't get too hung up on that. You will just know in yourself if you have that clarity. So if you don't have that clarity, this is your invitation to prioritize seeking it. And if you don't know how to seek it, if you don't know how to, it's not that it's outside of you, it's all within you. So when I say seeking it, I mean, seeking it within, giving yourself the language, that self-awareness of exactly your transformation, what you've been through, how far you've come, what you're working towards, what you believe in, what you stand for, what you advocate for, every single one of these things, that is how you create clarity in your messaging. The next one is not addressing client pain points from a place of empowerment. I I get this a lot with people who work with me. They are often scared to to speak to pain points. And I get it. I think it's actually a really noble thing. I think it's a beautiful thing that you don't want to highlight people's pain. And of course, like nobody wants to be adding salt to a wound, but also it is important to know exactly like what the diagnosis is, like what the symptoms are in order for us to be able to to make a suggestion about how they can make a change and to make sure that we are the right coach who is best positioned to support them. Because imagine if we didn't have the clarity and we didn't communicate that clarity and we end up on a consult or worse, like with a paying client who was sat in front of us and she isn't really who you were thinking of supporting. And I know there's a part of you that might be thinking, yeah, Pamela, honestly, right now, I'm happy just to like get any clients and coach anybody. But trust me, I have been there. I have been in that position where I said yes to anybody and everybody. And I had the really tough experience of actually having coaches come into my, or not coaches at the time, actually having people come into my world. This was back when I did career change coaching. Have people come into my world who were deeply unhappy in their jobs, but actually weren't mentally in a position to actually make a change in their life. Trust me when I say you do not want that too. There's lots of people who are unhappy, who are frustrated, who are annoyed, disappointed, Um, wanting the exact thing that you offer, but not all of those people are necessarily desiring or ready or willing to actually step into their power and make a change. For example, think about your workplace. I bet you can think of a couple of people who are very content being very unhappy in their job. And then you get the person who's a flight risk, like yourself. You're the person who's gone out and done something about it. See the difference there. You actually don't wanna necessarily speak to everybody that you could possibly help. You're actually targeting the people who are desiring change. That is the key. And the way that you do that is yes, abundantly, confidently address those pain points. Show people that you are in their head because you have been them. And the way you do that is by saying what those pain points are. And if you're scared to do that, that's your fear more than their projections on you. And being able to do that and being able to 
confidently and compassionately say to somebody, this is what you're going through, right? I see you. I know that this is what you're thinking. I know that this is what you're feeling. I know that this is what you're doing. I know that this is exactly how it's showing up in your life. And the reason I tell you that is because I know that you want to make a change. And that part there, that last part there, where I don't stay in it, I don't just pity them. I'm not talking down on them. I'm actually speaking at their level. And I'm saying, I know that you want to make a change. And this is how. And that shift, instead of just addressing pain points and staying there, into, and I can help you make a change. And this is what you need to do. And this is where I have been. That is you speaking to their empowerment. And what that will do is divide. There will be people who will go, oh yeah, well, good for you. You can do that. And they will want to run a mile from the possibility of actually having to enforce change in their lives. And then there will be your people who lean in and they go, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. Tell me more. What are you talking about here? You're saying I can make a change. You're saying all the shit I'm going through right now doesn't have to stay the same. Like, I'm sorry, what? But I've already read all the po- I've already read all the books. I've listened to the podcasts. I've been to therapy. Are you, what what is this coaching thing about? That is who you're speaking to. The people who are curious, the people who are interested in making a change, the people who have a vision greater than where they are right now. And so, do not be afraid of pain points. Just as I am today, confidently, courageously, just here sharing with you. I see what you're going through. I've been there too. I know all this because I did these things. And I'm telling you, there's another way. And I'm speaking to your empowerment here because I know that you know that there is another way. And I know you want to make a change because you're ready to make money. You're ready to make clients. You are committed. You are serious about replacing your corporate salary this year. And you know that that doesn't happen by sharing motivational quotes. You know that doesn't happen because you're looking at your own profile bored by your own content feed. I know that because I have been you. And now I look at my content feed and my feed on my Instagram, my Facebook. I read my own emails when they come through and I'm like, oh fuck, I really said that. <laughs> Ooh, that was bold. That was courageous. I definitely needed to hear that. That's a reminder that I need to keep hearing. And when my clients sign up and pay me, they literally tell me over and over and over again, you were in my head, you were in my every single email you were sending me. I felt like you were just talking to me. That is what you want to be achieving with your messaging. So do not be afraid of pain points. Lean in to pain points. So number three is focusing on features instead of benefits. So this is assuming that you're even talking about your offer and that you're actually inviting people to work with you. Some of you may not even be at this stage yet. And if you're not, not a problem. That's definitely something that we can work towards. But if you are and you're talking about your one-to-one offer or whatever program you're selling and you're more focused on what it includes instead of what your client is going to achieve as a result of what their life could look like as a result of how they might feel and think differently and behave differently as a result of working with you, then you're definitely missing a whole 
section of potential clients who could be interested in working with you. The reason is because psychologically, we all have different likes and preferences. It's a bit like the love languages. Some of us are highly analytical, like me. So I can be emotively, emotionally activated with an offer. It can have all the bells, it can have like all the testimonials, all of the really powerful language, all of the powerful storytelling, all of the authority building. But if it isn't clear to me what the details of the offer are, such as silly things like how many weeks or um, what the format is, it takes me longer to make a decision because I like to see the data. I'm the person who reads ingredients on things, you know? I'm the person who was, when I was learning how to drive, I had to make the driving instructor pop the hood and explain to me exactly what happened when the clutch was being pushed in to the pedal for me to process how to find the bite and actually make my car move. I literally just couldn't comprehend it. It wasn't enough just to feel my way through it. I had to like, I had to analyze the, like the process of an engine and make sense of it that way. So that's like your analytical biotype. I'm not going to go into all the biotypes right now, but I am actually a, min- a minority. And even though that is a big part of my buying preferences, what you'll find is that especially if you happen to market to women or people who have a brain that is... Um, like socially conditioned as a woman, then we tend to be a lot more emotively charged. You may find this too. Have you ever bought something and you didn't actually know or care about the details? You bought because you were bought into the hype. You were just excited by the excitement that the marketing was bringing. One way I know that you've certainly done this is if you've ever like bought something on TV from an advert or if you've ever like cried after an advert for like banking because it was so beautifully and emotively done and you're thinking, what is this even advertising? And then at the end, like a beautiful sign comes up for some major retailer and you're thinking, what? why am I crying over this? <laughs> or like the Christmas Coca-Cola advert, you know? That means that as humans with nervous systems who have emotional experiences, we are... Yes, many of us are inclined to be analytical buyers, but many of us are actually emotional buyers or at least heavily driven by the emotions that are that are uh, created when people are advertising to us. And one way that we can create emotion in our audience as we're selling something, as we're talking about our services and the way that we can help is by painting that vision of what can happen as a result of working with us. So we focus a lot on the coachy speak, like doing the inner child work, doing the shadow work, doing meditations every day, building habits, having good boundaries, stopping people pleasing. If your marketing is centered around those things, then you might be missing a trick because you're not talking about the actual thing that your client cares about, which is what life looks looks like after they have done those things. So definitely something for you to think about whether or not you're selling right now, to be honest, but even especially if you are selling, definitely be onto yourself with this. And if you don't know how to do that, then that's why I invite you to stay tuned till the end because I have a beautiful offer for you. So number four is playing it 
safe. This is very much a personal evolution thing. This is part of you stepping into your soul-led CEO embodiment. This is part of you being onto yourself. This is also a big part of you having your own back. This is where we're navigating lots of the shadow aspects. We play it safe. We stay in the familiar. We stay in what's comfortable because we are scared of ruffling feathers. We're scared of being abandoned by the tribe. We're scared of being judged. We're scared of being ridiculed, of getting it wrong, of being misunderstood, of offending people. We're also scared of failing and probably more so being seen to fail. And some of us are just outright scared of being visible. We've been taught that it's safer to stay small because if we stay small, then we can't get hurt. Lots of this comes back to our inner child wounds. Lots of this comes back to our triggers. Lots of this comes back to shadow work. One thing I would say about that is that, yes, do the inner work. This is where the bigger work plays a role. But there's also something to be said for some very just conscious, intentional thought creation that you can be doing, consciously choosing who you want to step into, what it actually looks like to be an embodied soul-led CEO who actually believes in the power of her voice, of her ability to influence change, who believes that she is the best coach for her clients. These mental shifts in your mindset can also infiltrate your subconscious when you repeat them enough. But one thing I would say is whatever, if you have been marketing and selling, maybe not even not selling, if you've been messaging and creating messaging as part of your coaching business for longer than three months, then you know, it takes only 21 days to build a habit. That's one month. Do it for three Whatever system, whatever process, whatever comfortable way of writing messaging that you've got yourself into is already habituated. That means we need an interrupt. We need to make a change. So having awareness, as I said at the outset, is one of the first things that we can do in order to make that change. What I find a lot of coaches are doing is that they're learning lots of new things. They're filling their brain with so much strategy, so many, so much, uh, so many trainings, so many workshops, so many webinars from coaches who are bigger, more successful, more advanced, not more advanced as a human, but just more advanced in terms of their skill in marketing and selling. And they're thinking that learning it is the same as implementing it. You're thinking that because you know it, that it's actually showing in your messaging. I want to argue that that possibly isn't actually the case, that again, we want to be onto ourselves and we want to be doing those self audits. When you go to your own Instagram, when you go to your own messaging, when you read your own emails, are you enraptured? Are you watching to the end? Are you thinking, fuck, that was good? <laughs> or are you like, oh God, I hope, I hope this doesn't annoy anybody or, oh no, I hope I didn't ruffle any feathers or, oh, that's nice. Like, I'm, I know that so-and-so tends to like these kind of posts. Maybe she'll like this one. Mm -mm. Wrong level of thinking. If that's your level of thinking right now, we need to elevate it. So yes, one part of it is to continue doing that inner healing work, doing the shadow work, doing the inner child work. But another aspect is actually implementing what you know and really turning up the dial on you speaking with impact, passion, purpose, really starting to trust in yourself, trust the message and be willing to feel any emotion that comes up in that process.
Mistake number five is storytelling versus authority building. I like to think of this as a pendulum that is always swinging. Some of you may be more inclined to storytell. Some of you may be more inclined to speak from authority. But what you need is both. You need both to create relatability, to show that you're not just a really nice person on the internet who shares really helpful and interesting and inspiring things, but that you are actually a professional life coach who is ready and open for business and has the capacity and the ability and the willingness to help a client through their very real life problems and get them to an outcome that they are deeply, secretly desiring. And when you take on that responsibility, as if you are the sole-led CEO of your business, of which you are, then you can really start to elevate your message and start to actively choose to, to, to strategically bring in your messaging through powerful storytelling and through powerful authority building. So this is something that I invite you all to start sitting up and paying attention to. Because when you start sitting up and paying attention to how you show up, to the power that you speak from, to the certainty that you cultivate when you are showing up for your audience, no matter what the medium, no matter the platform, whether it's spoken, written, on video, on a reel, on stories, in captions, whatever it is, that you are bringing the full spectrum of your knowledge, skills, and experience to the table, and you're owning it fully with compassion with your client at the center. When you start to do that, that's when you really get people sitting up and paying attention, but it starts within. And lastly, as I've mentioned a couple of times, is the mistake that I see coaches make is being scared to repeat themselves. I repeat, the mistake I see coaches making with their messaging is being scared to repeat themselves. And again, I hope you saw what I just did there. <laughs> Cover the obvious because it isn't obvious to your client. You need, we, I, you, everyone needs to hear things a million times for the message to stick. We know this, this is how we learn. This is like the fundamentals of learning, the fundamentals of change. Yes, number one is awareness. Number two, I would argue is repetition. Repetition, repetition, repetition. And even if you know that it's been heard before, even if you know that you're not saying anything original, anything new, because it's been said and it's been done a million times, if you had to go through it and you are still seeing that there are people in this world who are suffering and you have the keys to make a change, then know that they haven't heard it from you and they haven't heard it the way that you say it. And maybe they haven't heard it recently. And those are three very compelling reasons why you need to say it again and again and again and again and again and again and again so that they can truly learn build the awareness, build the trust, see you as an authority, see that the stories you tell, the, the transformation that you've been through because you are always your first and best client is exactly what positions you as the coach of choice for them. So be willing to say it again, say it in a million different ways. And if you're not doing that, then 
you need to be onto yourself. You need to be going back to mistake number four. Why are you playing it safe? So those were the downloads. I'll go over those mistakes again, just to reinforce that repetition point. Number one was lack of clarity. Number two was not addressing client pain points, but from empowerment, not their disempowerment and not your disempowerment. Number three is focusing on the features instead of the benefits. Number four is playing it safe. And mistake number five is that storytelling to authority building dynamic. And mistake number six is being scared to repeat yourself. So I know that that has already given you so many actionable things to go away and implement right this second. If you haven't made any content today, don't feel like you have to hold it all. Trust that the one that needed to land the most is going to land and is going to stay with you. Come back to this episode. Be on to yourself. Audit your own marketing. Have a look. See how it makes you feel. Because if it makes you feel a certain way, then you can almost guarantee that's probably how it's making your clients feel. And if this has been valuable to you, then I'd love to invite you into my brand new messaging mastery mini mind. It is a boot camp where we are going to be working intimately together to elevate your messaging game. It's a mastery program because we are going to have time and spaciousness for you to implement each of these concepts and more week by week in your messaging, no matter what your platform, no matter what your niche, no matter what your offer. But if you happen to be selling one-to-one coaching right now, and you know that you would absolutely love to be selling one-to-one coaching, that you would love to have clients paying you, saying to you as they agree to work with you, the reason why I'm working with you is because you have been in my head for the last few weeks, few months, few years even, And I just knew that you were the coach for me, just as my recent client said to me in one of my consults the other day, as as she was agreeing to sign on. This is what I want for you too. And I know it's possible. And I am literally giving you the process to do that. And the process is brilliant. It is timeless. It doesn't matter what trends are happening in Instagram or in TikTok or in Facebook. It doesn't matter what medium you have. It truly doesn't matter what niche you are. It doesn't matter what kind of coach you're about. These things that I'm going to give you are truly timeless. They have always been the case with with messaging. They're not going to change. If you can master these simple philosophies, if you can master these ways of thinking and ways of elevating your messaging. And then you get to go and adapt it however you wish to whatever trend is taking your pick right now or to whatever medium you happen to be on right now. And also all of this messaging mastery is going to support you in your selling, in your consult calls, when you're having real conversations with people. So this is also going to feed into your DMs, your consult calls, even your delivery. Because when you can confidently articulate the problems your clients are going through, it gives them reasons to stay with you, which is one of the reasons my retention rate with my one-to-ones is so high. Most of my clients stay on with me once they've worked with me in my signature container. I want you to be able to achieve that in your business too. And it's so doable. Everything that I'm going to teach you are things that I've developed over my three, nearly four years of being a coach. 
And I want to give this to you in this messaging mastery mini mind. I'm going to go over some of the features. If you're in an analytical like me, then lean in because this is like just the nuts and bolts. The way it's going to be is that you're going to receive a training drop from me every single week. So you can watch that in your own time. I know you're busy. I know you've probably got a job or you're busy serving your clients. So I'm going to give you a training drop that you're going to have access to for life. But then what you're going to have access to during the time that we work together at the moment, I'm still deciding between 10 and 12 weeks, but I suspected it will, it will be 12. We're going to be doing the work together. We're going to be on Voxer in the group together. You're going to be able to share your drafts in, a, in the Facebook group, in a private Facebook group just for us, where you can share your drafts. You're going to share the kind of philosophy or tool or idea that you've been working on, and you're going to get my feedback. You can use that as much as you wish. So if you're doing stories, if you're doing captions, if you're doing reels, if you're doing emails, it's uncapped. You can get all of it with my feedback. That is going to be priceless because when my clients pull up their content with me, their drafts, or even copy that they've already posted, we make a few tweaks and make a few changes together. And then that becomes a, re a repurposed piece of content. Often it completely shifts not only your level of courage and conviction that you have in yourself as the sole led CEO, you will start to see results. You'll see higher engagement. You'll see more people leaning in to working with you. When you're on your consults, you will start hearing in time, you were in my head. You were speaking directly to me. That is priceless. So if this sounds like the program for you, we are beginning if you're listening to this live on the week of the 4th of March, 2024, I'm not sure if I'm going to make this available on replay. So jump in live while it's definitely available. You can DM me on any platform. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. You probably could find me on TikTok and LinkedIn, but the best place to find me is Facebook or Instagram at coaching with Pamela or Pamela Pritchard and drop me a DM saying elevate. If you want the link for the Messaging Mastery Mini Mind. Alrighty, I'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited to see you inside the mastermind, but uh, the mini mind, sorry. But in the meantime, this episode, as usual, was a masterclass. So use it, implement it, have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. And I look forward to seeing how your messaging elevates. Alrighty, have a beautiful day and... I will see you in the next episode.